0: This song is pretty chill. She's like, what's the time? It's chill, dude. Mr. Daddy Long crawling on the ceiling.
1: It was uh, from a movie called Once Were Warriors I watched the other day. About uh, the indigenous aboriginals in Australia, New Zealand. And this band was whatever that is. Aboriginal. I don't know if aboriginal is a slur or not. Sounds I think like fine. if you shorten it, that's the slur. Like calling them an Abby, fucking Abby. That's, I think it's Abbo or an OG. Oh, Abbo. Yeah, Abbo yeah, is definitely. I think that's the bad one. But if you call them OGs, that's that's a compliment. What's up, OG? OG? Yeah,
0: you can call them OG. What's
1: up, OG? What's the time, OG? I feel
0: like the most disrespectful thing to do would be calling them
2: Indians. Indians,
1: <laughs> which we still do. <laughs> What's the time, Jimmy? Uh, the time is 7.34. 7.34 p.m. Live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. America am Glazer. That was a tune by uh, the... What? No. Okay. The band name is called South Side of Bombay. Hmm. Good 90s song. I was telling you uh, in the precursor to the cast that that was the featured hit in a movie called Once for Warriors about the... Uh, indigenous OGs of Australia. Uh, the uh, are they the Maori? Is that different?
0: I like. I wanted to say that earlier, but I like didn't know if that was right, so I didn't bring it
1: up. Yeah, it's not safe. Yeah, it's not safe. But enough about Australia. Uh, I wanted to open this uh, cast up with a big shout out to our own country, baby. USA. The United States of America going to the freaking Sweet 16 in the World Cup? Really? You don't say. Oh, we're doing it, baby. We uh, took out Iran yesterday. <laughs> big win. <laughs> big win. It was a big win. They were nice. <laughs> they were pretty nice. I mean, they're in the middle of like a revolution. <laughs> yeah, their best players got drafted. But, uh... <laughs> but it was a big W, dude. I, uh, it, I, I am pissed at myself because the World Cup is one of my favorite uh i was gonna say holiday it's not holiday it's one of my favorite events dude Hmm. ever since we watched it all ever since it was on during senior week our senior week Mm -hmm. in 2010 i fell in love with watching the game of soccer once every four years (laughs) it's like
0: about as much as you can tolerate it
1: it's the only way i can get into it you Um, need a
0: big break
1: you do need a big break but it's i i just like the national teams like i don't Mm -hmm. give a shit about freaking Liverpool or Manchester United, like I don't care, dude. Yeah, I don't care.
0: I mean, I don't think it's that bad because, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people who watch sports really don't watch it until the playoffs, anyway. You exactly. Know what I mean? And this is basically just the world playoffs. This is the world soccer. playoffs, dude.
1: The World Cup is huge. I like it way more than the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of pissed because Greece didn't make it in. Uh, they only take the top 32 teams in the mm-hmm. world, and the the basically, how did
0: we make it in?
1: Because we're nice, baby. Okay. I we're thought we nice. always suck. Well, I think we suck... By our own standards, because as Americans we think that we're supposed to be well, I the feel best. Like
0: by American standards, we think we're great. But then when you play against like the actual countries that fuck with soccer for real, yeah. when mm-hmm. they, they call it football,
1: yeah, any country that calls it football has an extreme <laughs> advantage. <us> in soccer. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of funny that we call it soccer. I know that's a discuss a hack bit, but when you really think about it, it's like such a weird thing that we just. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking like maybe it's because like you wear socks and they're like look we're not gonna call it football, but. You know, yeah, you, you do play what- that with
0: your bare feet. <laughs> That's what we call it—football, <laughs> soccer. You can put a little girly socks on. Yeah,
1: wear some socks, dude. I don't know. It's just—it's weird that we do that, and it's weird that we're the only country to go world. above your knees. But, but the thing is, in the United States' defense, look, um, our best every—if you grow up in any other country, your best athletes are playing soccer. Like that, the soccer is the biggest sport in every other country except United States. Yeah, soccer is like not even top five in the United States. It's like I would say it goes football, basketball, baseball, uh,
0: NASCAR probably.
1: NASCAR is kind of in. I would say hockey above NASCAR. Mm -hmm. Um, then maybe NASCAR. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not soccer. Not soccer. Like so, if you're like if you're a kid growing up in the U.S. And you're, like, a top prospect athlete. Like, our best athletes are playing football. Like, but every other country is putting their best athletes on the field against our, like, just, like, kind of cool dudes from high school team. Yeah. Well, that's well, how I imagine a high school soccer All player.
0: of, so every other country's peak athletes flock to soccer. Mm-hmm. But in our country, the peak athletes go towards the top three. Mm-hmm. Football, baseball, basketball.
1: Exactly. You're telling
0: me. You're getting the B team already for our A team soccer team.
1: You're getting the B team. Yes, you're getting the B team. Like, could you imagine if, if instead of playing basketball, LeBron James decided he was going to play soccer? If all the top wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs in the NFL were like, dude, I'm playing soccer, dog. We would dominate the world stage. I know this is like a typical American viewpoint, but you know what? It's kind of, it's true. It just is true. You know, diversity is our strength, dude. You know, that's, I've talked about it before on the podcast. I always thought that uh, it was interesting. I'll never forget when Mexico played Germany and uh, they were doing the pregame announcements. They're like, well, the Germans are bigger and stronger, but Mexicans are quick. They're faster <laughs> and more agile. And I was like, that's like, it's cool to see like two different groups of people, two different races of people <laughs> duke in and out to see who is the superior race. <laughs> that's why I love the World Cup. And that's why I'm not happy that Greece didn't even make it in. We're not even a good enough race to even qualify to consider being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to lose out early. Yeah, exactly. And the Italians didn't make it either, either, even though they won the European Cup last year. They beat England. And I watched that game at Stackhouse in Canton, and everyone was rooting for England. I was like, mm. why is, am I rooting for England? Like, why, why aren't we rooting for, for Italy, dog?"
0: Yeah, I say fuck England ever since they fucking made us dump all that tea in the water. Exactly. They made us dump all yeah, that tea roo- in the
1: water. That polluted our water So that chesapeake Bay's brown to this day, dude. It's steeping. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's just fucking steeping. I just watched The Patriot this week, and I was like, I'll never root for fucking England, bro. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I kept on calling it, the. Uh, it was the English versus the Italians. I called it the Wops versus the Wasps. And I thought it was pretty, you know, mm-hmm. I tweeted it. I got one like, two <laughs> likes, three likes, give me you Mr. Wolf, <laughs> one like, <laughs> um, yeah, but shouts out USA. I, it looks like we're playing the Netherlands, the Netherlands, of course, the only country that has six names. It could be Holland. This is what I don't like about the Netherlands.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're both the Netherlands and Holland. Both of those are names for it. But if you're from there, you're Dutch. Where does that add up? Yeah, I don't know. Should it be like sure. Hollish or Netherish? Well, what's the isn't that like a group
0: of people, the Dutch? Yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch? Is that the fucking Amish people? Yeah,
1: the USA is playing the fucking Pennsylvania Amish people no, in the World Cup. Like, why are they called Dutch? Because I think they're Dutch. I think But like, are they
0: from Holland?
1: I think they're from Pennsylvania, dude. <laughs> okay. I think they're from Netherland, Pennsylvania. Dude. So then, what makes them Dutch? I think that uh, there was a massive Dutch colony or like territory because, like, you gotta remember, dude. It wasn't just the U.S. colonized, or the- it wasn't just the English colonizing the U.S. Yeah, true. We got the English got this part primarily. It was like them and the the Dutch were big into it, dude. The Portuguese were doing some col- mm-hmm. colonialism. The, the, Span- or the uh, Spanish the got Mexico. That's why Mexico. Yeah. I mean, Mexico could be freaking. I mean, if they had Florida, Louisiana. That's all. That was all Spanish territory. Mm-hmm. And we bought it from them for like a bottle of Jack or something like that. Like a ridiculously bad deal. No, that was the uh, that was the Louisiana purchase. I think the the Spanish uh ceded the land to the Native Americans for like some money or something. And then we were like, Yo, Native Americans, let me get that. And they were like, What you got? And we were like. I don't know, like three furs, and they're like, all right, here's the entire west coast of America. Like California, that's another Spanish that used to be part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. you know. so, uh, I think that there was a Dutch colony in Pennsylvania, which uh, there's there's some weird shit going on in Pennsylvania too. It's like they when I think of like just a place with like weirdish people, yeah. I think Pennsylvania for sure. It's just strange. like you got Amish people are up there. There's probably, like, what's a Quaker? Like, the people that, on the oatmeal box? Yeah,
0: I think they're not as hardcore as Amish, but they're very religious. Mm -hmm. I know, um, wasn't, like, the Quaker Oats guy who was trying to make, like, a food supplement, basically? Like, he wanted to, like, make, like, a one-meal thing?
1: Yeah. Most of our good, well, I know the Kellogg's guy wanted people to stop jerking off. Mm -hmm. Um, The oatmeal guy just wanted people to not he just wanted people to just be able to eat one thing so they had more time to jerk off. Probably. He was like, dude, I'm wasting all this time diversifying my diet. Why don't, <laughs> I, don't I eat one bowl? Of to eat th- all
0: this cereal. <laughs> piece by piece.
1: And it's cutting into my masturbatorial time. <laughs> I've eaten so much of it, I don't even want to jerk off anymore, dude. <laughs> How am I supposed to get horny eating fucking cornflakes, dude? But anyway, yeah. So the Pennsylvania Dutch is a thing, but the Dutch, Dutch are even more of a thing, and they're good at soccer. They are good at soccer, and we're playing them. And our like one of our best players who scored the goal uh, got kneed in the balls while he scored the goal damn. and had to get taken out of the game because he got kneed in the balls so hard. Oof! But he's coming back, dude. I think he he posted like a <laughs> selfie of him giving like a thumbs up in the hospital. I was like, man, <laughs> you went to the hospital for a, getting kneed in the balls. That's goddamn. That's intense, dude. Oof,
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, dude. But at least it happened like doing something awesome, you know? At least it
0: happened on live TV. <laughs> in front of the world. If I'm
1: going to get kneed in the balls, I'd like it to be on gl- <laughs> worldwide <laughs> television. Not even national television. Yeah, I want everyone to see this in shit world. live. <laughs> um. Yeah, but other than that, dude, speaking of sports, another big development. This is actually the case... Um, last time we did the podcast, but we neglected to talk about it because we were talking about other oh, such important things as time, space., uh, but this week, you know, it's a little bit it's the loss, you know, this is this is the other lost week. I always say the week between Christmas and New Year's, I always call it the lost week. Mm-hmm. Nobody does anything during that. Nobody knows what they're supposed to do. Are we working this week? Are we not? Most people are still back home for whatever reason or something. So, but the week after Thanksgiving, is that not kind of a lost week too?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm a very weird mental headspace. I just feel like this week doesn't count for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, also I have been driving myself insane with like f- formulas and gambling stuff. So that could be part of it. <laughs> but which brings me to this topic, which I'm is seeing numbers <laughs> everywhere now. I literally end I can't <laughs> stop thinking about math. <laughs> I literally can't, dude. I, like, need to stop. Damn,
0: dude. It's
1: a beautiful mind, too. <laughs> it kind of is, dude. But, uh, yeah, ma- gambling is legal in Maryland. I tried to convince you to start when at, at my Thanksgiving party, mm-hmm. which was the dopest party ever.
0: Yeah, it was very fun. Was
1: that not, like, I mean, if there was, like, ten more people there it it was like rivaling like a frat party. Yeah. It was pretty up there, dude. It was pretty lit. Every now and then you got to you got to throw a house party, you know? And I wasn't expecting that, but Scott Scott invited everyone we've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and they all showed up. <laughs> it was fun, dude, but yeah, my advice to people is um as far as gambling, um first of all, sign up for every gambling website. The main ones being FanDuel DraftKings, Barstool Sports, um, uh points bets doing something. The reason I say that is even if you don't gamble, uh they're giving you free bets. Like free money. Yeah. So like with FanDuel.
0: Should we wait to promote this until if like should what we should ask for them to give us a sponsorship or something?
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's happening, dude. Yeah, true. Okay, okay. Go I don't ahead. think FanDuel is going to sponsor us. I'm just going to give them a free plug. A free plug since they have given me in a way they kind of did sponsor this cuz I've made $250 off of FanDuel and DraftKings. Perfect. Thank you guys. Thanks for the sponsorship. I appreciate that. Um dude, it's free money. You sign up, they give you $200 in free bets. Now, an idiot says oh i got two hundred dollars let me uh put it on a raven's game or something and they put all two hundred dollars in the raven's game and if they win it they win like 195 bucks and if they lose i didn't lose the money it was just it was a free play what a smart person does is goes look all these bets spreads over unders they're 50 50 it's like betting on black at the casino yeah there's a 50 percent chance you're gonna win I made $45 bets. Took $200. I made $45 bets. I won 23 of them. I lost 17. That's fine. I was planning on losing about half, but that's $120 I just made there. Mm -hmm. Then for the other one, for DraftKings, I did the same thing. They let you do eight $25 bets. Boom. Put them all on like good probability bets. Raked in $100. Same thing with points Bet. Like they're, it's, and same thing with Barstool Sports. It's like, dude, just sign up and do it. Take the This is basically like a stimulus check. <laughs> Maryland is, is a stimulus check. Cause I really was like, this month, I, I don't know why I spent so much money this month. I think cause I paid for Liv's plane ticket back and I like balled out on her birthday. And I'm like, I love using You're my head thing. sports betting, <laughs> I'm <just> betting sports. <laughs> That's a major one. <laughs> and I forget about that one. <laughs> Did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like coming down to the wire with money and I was like, oh, no. And so I had to formulate a plan and my plan was to gamble. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> a beautiful thing, honestly. It was beautiful,
1: dude. Especially I,
0: and I, since it's working.
1: It's working. <laughs> and I found out, I lucked out because I... Okay, so another life hack, guys. I, I'm giving you guys free game right now. Free game, all right, because I'm nice. Um, credit cards. Spend everything you do on a credit card. Everything that you possibly can. You can't really pay rent on a credit card. There's certain things you can't do on a credit card. Most things you can. You go to the store, you go to the bar, you go to whatever, you buy groceries, whatever, credit card. Why? Because any most credit cards have some type of reward system. Now, you don't get charged with interest until those charges mature over 30 days. So that means if you pay off all the stuff you racked up on your credit card before the 30-day mark, you don't get hit with any interest, but you get those points. For instance, my credit card, I earn one cent, 1% cash back. So for every $100 I spend, I get $1. I spend everything I do per month. That's probably about $2,000 a month if I rack up all my expenses over the course of a month. It means I make $20 a month. Boom. Now, the reason why they do that is because their credit cards are banking on you. Um, you know, Not paying it back. Not paying it back. Yeah. And then what happens is once that freaking 30-day mark comes over, then it starts getting uh you know, interest, two percent a month interest, two percent a month interest compounds. you're looking at twenty percent if you let that shit sit there for a year. Mm-hmm. two thousand becomes twenty four hundred and it just keeps compounding. So the credit card companies are betting against you. They want you to rack up debt. but if you're smart and you understand that they're they're betting that I'm gonna fuck up, but if I know I'm not gonna fuck up, then I fuck them. And that's exactly the same principle I want you to carry over into gambling. You are going to lose gambling. The odds are set up in such a way that when you take a bet that has 50% probability, Vegas takes what's called a juice. This is important to remember here. There is no bet that Vegas is going to give you in which you are going to break even over the long run. Let's say I'm playing a game of coin flips. I don't have a coin. Let's use a guitar pick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I do have a coin, and it's a nickel. I don't even have a quarter because I've been gambling too much. I got five cents, though, baby. Heads and tails, what percentage chance of winning is that, Eric? 50 50. 50 50. Okay. Now, if we're betting and I say in a perfectly fair game, I say, all right, let's bet $11 a flip. There's a reason why I'm saying 11 here. You call it in the air. If you get it right, you win 11, you'll win 11 bucks. If you get it wrong, you'll lose 11 bucks, right? And I'm going to flip it 100 times. Mm-hmm. Now, over the course of 100 times, You're going to circle around somewhere around 50 right, 50 wrong. You might get lucky and get a couple more right than wrong. You might get unlucky and and get a couple more wrong than right. But it's going to generally tend towards 50-50, which means you're going to win $11 50 times. You're going to lose $11 50 times. Vegas doesn't do that. What Vegas does is they call, this is another thing if you're looking, because I I, I want to make sure after telling you guys all to start gambling, (laughs) that you know.
0: Only do it with the free money.
1: Yeah, you know what you're dealing with here. They have a thing called minus 110. Now, in Vegas, minus 110 means that's the payout. That means in order to win $100, you have to bet $110. That means if you bet $11 and win, you win 10. Now, when you lose, you still lose all 11. But when you win, you win 10. So you win back. The payout is 90%. The other 10% of your winnings is Vegas' juice. That's how they make money. That's why they always win. They make money no matter who wins because they take a percentage of the winner's winnings. So if we start playing that game like that, and I say, okay, Eric... I'm going to flip this nickel a hundred times, and let's say you get 50 right, 50 wrong. Because statistically, that is the probability. Well, if every time you win, you win 10 bucks, and every time you lose, you lose 11, you've just made $10 50 times, and you've lost $11 50 times. You have lost 50 bucks. That's how they get you. So the only way to beat Vegas is to uh, A, play with the free money, because that way you can't lose, or B, know enough about it to kind of skirt the system, which is what I've been working on. I'll let you guys know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to beat the algorithm, baby. It was
0: very, it was very nice, your party, getting to see the, the station, the workstation. Oh, yeah. I saw just pages upon pages of calculations <laughs> and math. Math that I was like I don't even remember learning this in school. <laughs> Dude, I
1: had to like reteach myself. Well, I'm doing natural logarithms, oh fucking fucking calculus, the integral. I'm taking the integral of stuff. Oof. They never told you that in math that the primary use for calculus was going to be gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing that you also have to understand. And this is this is goes back to my my overarching point here. Can you guys believe I actually have a point? And the point is the system is set up to fuck you. But if you know the system and you know how it works, you can flip the script and fuck them. If I know how they set their lines and what math they're using, probabilities, it's all probability. Vegas makes their money off of probability. When you go to the roulette table, a lot of people go to the casino and one of their favorite things to do is play roulette, right? Mm-hmm. You go there. That's one of my favorite things to do because I don't know how to play craps. You know, I just know you like, give me, give me, give me. somebody blows on your dice. Like, I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, roulette it just makes sense, though. It's like, all right, the ball landed on 22.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, I yes. lost. <laughs> <laughs> roulette makes sense because you just lose. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I lost. So at the roulette table, they have, uh, it, let's say you're keeping it simple. They have like uh, freaking 50 numbers. I don't know how many. Uh, now, a red and black is a 50-50 bet, supposedly. So that means if you put a $10 chip on the table and you put it on red and it hits red, you win 10 bucks. So now you've doubled your money if it loses. And you're thinking, oh, it's a 50-50 bet, right? Red and black. Kind of, but not really because there's also two green numbers in there, mm-hmm. zero and double zero, right? So now, instead of there being 25 red and 25 black, there's 24 red and 24 black, and two green numbers. Now, here's what happens. 96% of the time, when somebody rolls that ball, it's going to land on a red or black number, which means that whoever got it right is going to take the chips off the table. Whoever got it wrong is going to be basically giving their chips to the other people. It's kind of just people transferring chips back and forth. But every 4% of the time, every 1 in 25 rolls, it's going to land on green statistically. And that means that people who bet on red and black both lose. And who takes that money? The casino. Boom. That's how it works. Or the asshole
0: that bets green. Yeah,
1: the guy who bet green. Yeah. Exactly. So it all works in a way of probability. It's not made up voodoo. Everything is probability. What do you think your IRA is? What is it? What do you guys think? They just go into a fucking room When you give them, hey, can you uh, have my retirement account? And I'll pull it out in 50 years. And they go, yeah, sure. And then the money just magically grows. There are guys with TI-80 fucking sevens, dude. More than that. Supercomputers looking at the fluctuations of stocks. And what they do is, this is why it's called a hedge fund, is because it's hedging your bets. They put their bets, they put like a thousand little investments here. That way... They, you know, if you make a thousand different sports bets, what's the odds you're gonna lose all 1,000 of that? Very low. You're probably gonna win about half and lose half. Yeah. So they use probability and all that shit. So my point is, is uh if you understand, and this goes for everything. I'm really tying it back into the credit card because the credit card is more applicable to everyday life. If you understand the system, you can make it work for you. And so you extrapolate that out to a bigger point, a broader point, which is, yes, everything is set up to fuck you. But if you understand how it's set up, you can be the fucky. No, you could be the fucker. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) if you
0: want to be the fucky, though... Be our guest.
1: Oh, yeah. If you want to be the fucky, just fucking sign up for gambling and just think that you know what's going to happen. Oh, dude, there's no way the Ravens aren't winning tomorrow. Oh, really? Wrong. Wrong. That being said, I took my $50 free bet, tossed it on USA, became the world's biggest soccer fan, and we won, baby. Hell, yeah. What were the odds on that? Uh, They had about like a 48% chance of winning. Um, But the thing with soccer is the tie is such a thing Mm. because nobody ever scores in soccer. Yeah, they need slow. They need to do something. I know that it's like the mat, the beautiful game or whatever. But like when you watch like a, a football broadcast from like 10 years ago, even just within the past 10 years, you can see all the different improvements we've made with like the angles and how we film it and like the commentary and the visuals and all the mm-hmm. different things they do they don't do any of that shit for soccer soccer is literally just a fucking wide zoom of the field that kind of just like skirts this way and that way and you just like try to dis- see if you can barely see who has the ball yeah it's like how have you guys not improved how, upon like
0: this? how are people able to read people's like numbers on their like, whatever yeah, back in the day it's... on like tube TVs, like no black idea. and white, like 10 <laughs> inch TVs. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are you supposed to be like, oh, that's number 18? Mm-hmm. It looks like a squiggle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. That's probably why, in originally, they all the away teams had to wear like a, a totally different color jersey, like a white jersey. The other mm-hmm. team had to wear a color jersey, and the numbers had to be the opposite of the thing. So, if you had a white jersey, it had to be like dark colors or the opposite away. But now you have like high definition, you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying, my brother was painting during the game, and he was like, I'll just listen to it. I was like, dude, I can't think of anything more boring than listening to a soccer game. Yeah, what the fuck? Watching a soccer game is boring. Listening to a soccer game is just basically listening to a British dude describe guys running (laughs) for 90 straight minutes. (laughs) Just 90 straight minutes, so, and he's got the ball, it's nil-nil, surprise, surprise, blah, 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 blah. and just for 90 minutes, it goes, in, oh, it's blocked, and then it's going the other way. It's like, how do you, you might as well just fucking, you might as well watch paint dry. Yeah. It's literally the same amount, and then, and then, stoppage time. You know what stoppage time is? No. Stoppage time is now, you don't stop the game in soccer. The clock just keeps going. You have two 45-minute halves. But in football and basketball and sports that make sense that were made up in America, you go out of bounds or something like that that would stop the play of the game, the clock stops. And then, you know, this it starts back up at a different time. So – you don't have any like wasted time. It's all play time. And like, you know, like for instance, like an incomplete pass and football stops the ball, stops Mm -hmm. the clock. If you go out of bounds, it stops the clock. If you run the ball, the clock keeps moving. And so there's like clock management. There's like, oh shit, like we got one minute and a half left. He's got to get out of bounds so we can stop the clock and blah, blah, blah. Baseball doesn't have a clock. Baseball's its own fucking thing. Um, Basketball's the same way. Soccer, it just keeps going. And then at the end of the half, the refs literally just kind of guess how much extra time they should play. So when you get to the end of the half, why they just do, like it'll be like 45 minute half, right? And then it'll get to 45 minutes and like stoppage time is pretty much guaranteed because there's at least over the course of 45 minutes, some stuff that added up that gave extra time. So there'll be like anywhere from like one to, yesterday they added nine minutes to the second half. What the fuck? Nine minutes. We played 45 minutes, and at the end, I go, and stoppage time's at nine. They just tacked on nine extra minutes. And then here's the other thing. What if you're
0: playing, and then you're, like, gassed, like, it's about to be the end of the 45 minutes, and you're like, thank fucking God I can go sit down drink some water. All right, nine more minutes, everybody.
1: (laughs) Dude, it literally is. Well, obviously, like, they plan on there being some stoppage time, because there always is some. But... They, you just find out at that moment how much it's going to be, and then it's not, they don't even hold themselves to that. Like, they added nine minutes onto the clock, and then once the nine minutes was up, they just kept playing anyway. They didn't wind up stopping the game until 12 and a half minutes. Damn, it's like, what is the, what are we doing? Like, you're just literally, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that there's somebody that has like an exact stopwatch that is keeping time and like okay like this is how much it's gonna be exactly this much. But how do you get to a point where after 45 minutes you go, all right, nine more minutes, dude. That's what I'm showing. And then you wind up playing for 12 and a half minutes. It's literally like the refs just kind of like feel a vibe. Yeah. Like you'll just be playing it and then out of nowhere they'll just be like game over. You're like what? There's no there's no such thing as a buzzer beater in soccer. Mm -hmm. You know, like in football you can do like the last second Hail Mary. You know, you have two seconds left. That's it. The ref's not going to get, the clock's not going to go to zero and the ref's like, uh, keep playing. No, just keep playing. I'll tell you when to, I'll t- I'll tell you when to stop. Just keep playing football. Basketball, buzzer yeah, beater, yeah. you know, there's no just, hey, dude, I didn't, did I say stop? It's like, dude, It's it's, it's been an hour and a half. Keep going, dude. <laughs> I'm not feeling it yet. I need something more from you. It's weird. And, and something could be done to, to fix it, I think, with soccer. In order for me to become a true super fan, I'm going to need some advancements, dude. You got to step it up. That was my same issue with why I think college wrestling isn't as big as it could be, among many things. But
0: Which is crazy to think because you only watch it every four years, and it's supposed to be like the peak mm-hmm. of soccer, yet they still like do shit like they did back in the day.
1: It's very stupid, dude. It's very stupid. But uh regardless, you know, go USA baby. We're coming for that ass. Uh You got anything? Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah, It was, yeah, I it was Turkey that. Day. Turkey Day, nothing like Thanksgiving. Um it was actually pretty uh it's pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool? It was the first Thanksgiving without my papu, which mm-hmm. is not as weird as I thought it was going to be. Um I guess I didn't really think about it, but yeah, it was just like okay um i carved the turkey my mom yeah. carved one half
0: i carved the turkey this year too that's pretty that's a big step don't right there that is a
1: big step um yeah it was dope dude uh where'd you go your parents house
0: mm-hmm. it was very low-key at my parents house just me my brother my parents uh the boy carved the
1: turkey and I did it How'd you do? exquisitely. Did you get better as you went on? Because I was kind of fucking up from the jump. And then I by the end, I was like fucking Bobby Flay. Oh, I was beautiful. I from was the jump? perfect from the jump, yeah. Wow. What's your technique? Um,
0: I've just like... uh, I used to buy like whole chickens to mm-hmm. just like cut them up. Because that was like cheaper. So like, I feel like a turkey and a chicken are kind of the same thing. Poultry, baby. It's just bigger. Mm -hmm. so like i just go for where i know like the joints are like get those exposed pop them a little put the knife through did you have one of those
1: electronic carver knives Mm -hmm. oh you did it manual regular knife yeah
0: yeah regular style
1: now, with the breast, what I like to do is I, I find the wishbone, right? Mm-hmm. And I come down the middle, and I slice out the whole fucking breast. Mm-hmm. And then you lay it out, and then you just zing, zing, zing. Do you do that, or you do it from the fucking thing?
0: Nah, yeah, I do the same thing. I cut the whole breast out, and then I just, you know, slice it into pieces like you would a nice steak.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very delicious. Yeah, it was fun, and I finally managed to... uh Make it back down to the old farm, which is why I wear my camo hat. Welcome to the farm. (laughs) Out in Western Maryland, uh, it is in a town called Old Town, Maryland. It's literally called Old Town. And the road that you use to get there is called Old Town Road. Damn. It's true. Damn, you're living in history right I now. am, like literally. That's crazy. And I've been going there my whole life. Our family has had this property. It's been in the, not directly in my family, but it's like my dad's cousin's property. Um, and he helped build it. So mm-hmm. like, it's been so in the family. allowed to shoot animals there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We got the past, dude. We're the next <laughs> gen.
0: Um, Did you guys hunt the turkey?
1: No, we went out. So deer season starts the day after Thanksgiving, mm. the Saturday. So we go down the day after. I just go down to hang out and chill and feel like a, a pussy because I'm not hunting. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't think I could hunt.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, I, I, I could take the hunter safety course and then do it, but I don't know. I just prefer to chill, drink with everybody, and hang out. Mm-hmm. But it's right over the line. So, like, you know how Maryland becomes, like, this very small little sliver out there? By the way, we passed through—Berkeley Springs is where you went, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't—when you told me about Berkeley Springs— it never registered that I'd drive through that town every time to get to the farm. Oh, that's crazy. So like when you get there there's like Route 9 and if you take that it like takes you up the mountains the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So like the main like junction after you get off I-70 is just like That's Berkeley Springs. Baby. get any of that
0: free good water? I did not. It's intensely minerally.
1: Did you see the lookout point there?
0: Uh, maybe. I'm not too sure to be honest. Um was there a restaurant on it now? Yeah. <laughs> That's, we went to a restaurant on what they called a lookout point or something. Oh, that must have been it.
1: Okay. Must have been it. Yeah. Um, was it called like Panorama or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. So you didn't you didn't manage to ever look out? I didn't look out. That, huh? We were just <laughs> The hungry. most beautiful scenic byway <laughs> in America. You're just like, you guys got a cheeseburger or what? Look, can I get
0: the brisket?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you like when you are up on that point, the Potomac is the southern border of Maryland, the Potomac River. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, and that's why the southern border of Maryland is all fucky. And that's why the borders out west are all straight lines. Like Nevada is just straight lines. That was just dudes going out and like, all right, we own our state is from here directly south to here. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: But like back in the day, we were like fighting over every inch. Yeah.
1: We were like, all right, you get.
0: And we didn't know what it looked like from above. We didn't
1: know how stupid it looked yeah. until <laughs> somebody drew a map. They're like, guys, did we mean from Maryland? Did you got, Did you know that this, is like? <laughs> <laughs> this is what Maryland looks like? This is what Maryland looks like? Fuck, what? Well, leave it now. We already got in a fight with Virginia to fucking come all the way up to this side of the river. And then they took the other side of the river and we were like, all right, we're good, dude. You guys stay in your place, we stay in our place. So you go up there and you can see like all the different states. You see like Pennsylvania over here, West Virginia here, Virginia here, Maryland here, because it's Mm -hmm. all just like jumbled up and shit. Um, And the town that's closest to where we are actually, the farm place is is actually in West Virginia. It's called Pawpaw. Um, Have you
0: had um, the Pawpaw fruit? No. We got that when we were in Berkeley Springs. We went to the farmer's market on our way out of town, but... One of the only, like, indigenous, like, native fruit trees to Maryland in this area is the pawpaw tree. But, and it's also, like, I think it's in, like, Australia or something, too. But, like... Weird. It's, um... It's not, like, I don't know. It's probably an acquired taste. If you, like, grow up around there eating that shit, it's probably good to you. Mm -hmm. It's a little, um... I don't know. It's, like, a weird pudding texture when you open it. It's, like, a little pulpy pudding like fruit weird uh kind of tropical taste but like yeah i don't know it was very interesting i'd never heard of that yeah the skin is poisonous though
1: don't eat the skin don't eat the skin (laughs) okay (laughs) um well i didn't get the fruit but i i went into town a little bit like that and the town again is is 500 people or whatever and i was like driving around and i was because they were all out hunting and i was like dude I'm. I i do not feel like just. Usually, I just like walk behind my dad, or like walk with somebody while they hunt. And I'm like, this is. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm fucking doing my own fucking thing. So I took the car out. I couldn't sleep because I was sleeping on the couch. It was like seven thirty in the morning. I was like, fuck it. I'm doing my own thing. Um. So I went out and I was like going up these back roads and like when you're at the farm. Uh, out in those places, you know, everybody, like, whenever they go outside, they always make sure they're carrying a gun. I'm like, all right, I we're all fucking men, dude. You got to be strapped. You know, you're in the wild. Like, thinking it's just, like, machismo shit. Yeah. Um, And everybody has, like, a truck. And I'm like, oh, I get it, guys. You're all
0: country. You got to have a truck, you know?
1: Uh, dude, my Altima could not handle those fucking dude, back roads.
0: I saw your car out there earlier, and it looked like you drove through, like, a dust storm.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was the first thing I, Matt said to me. I didn't anymore. know
0: what the fuck happened, but then I forgot about it until you just talked about that right now. I'm
1: like, fucking rolling down mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to wash it. Um, But, like, I realized, like, oh, shit, like, this is a whole different terrain like you have to have a four-wheel drive car yeah. like i'm skidding up these gravel roads that are at like a fucking like literally like a 45 degree like more incline i'm like is this even legal like i'm looking at some of these roads i'm like is this even am i gonna fall backwards like yeah. it's insane I go down the mountain <laughs> it's fucking wild um and also dude there's hella fucking animals. There was like coyotes out in the woods howling at night. Mm-hmm. I was seeing some weird shadowy figures. We saw a mountain lion. I was like, dude. You saw a mountain lion? Well, my semi-blind cousin claims he saw a mountain lion. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> He's like the last person. Is he with his good eye or his bad eye? <laughs> he, okay. So good guy. I love him. Um, But he like I, I saw him like on his phone and he has like the phone on like super zoom like mm-hmm. grandma zoom but even more Hell and he's yeah. like texting like this with it up to he's like legally blind oh but no. yet he he saw a mountain lion oh, <laughs> apparently <he was> <laughs> <laughs> and What's i do his camera super zoomed in like... <laughs> i don't know i mean i was like are you sure that wasn't the fucking water boiler dude like i don't know If it was literally anybody else, I'd believe him, but it's not a very reliable source here. But okay, mountain lion, whatever, it's out here. And I was like, all right. So I'm like doing my whole thing in Paw Paw, and I'm like, dude, Old Town, Maryland, though. Where the fuck is that? Like, I know that a farm is in here, but like, it's a town, right? And then I saw, when I was driving down Old Town Road, it said Old Town, 12 miles. I was like... I got to take Old Town Road to Old Town, obviously. Yeah, why not? So I'm driving into Old Town.
0: Got to take my Ultima down the Old Town Road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I go down, and then finally it says Old Town Left. And I'm like, okay. So I make a left, and Old Town is literally just a neighborhood street. There's like a school, and it's called the Old Town School because when you're out there, there's not enough people to have like a middle school, elementary school, high school. Yeah, it's just all the school-age kids in town go to one building, you know? Old Town School. Jeez. and you it's, said it was
0: only like a block?
1: Uh, Yeah, like three blocks, I'd say. With like one strip of just houses and a school. And that's it. I would know, hate to
0: grow up someplace like that. I know. It kind of... I don't know. It would probably be like better for you, maybe. Mm. But also like only because you don't know what you're missing out on.
1: I feel like... The ideal place for a kid to grow up is a suburb mm-hmm. like living in the city is kind of a little much too like because like i think about it and it's like okay you grow let's say you live in canton like how many just like nine how many like 13 year old kids live in canton I don't think that many relative to like how many live in Towson or whatever. Yeah. Like I feel like Canton is very much so like people our age and shit like that. Or like people whose kids have moved out. I feel like like thirty years ago there was neighborhoods full of kids playing in Canton. Mm -hmm. But like I don't feel like it's that way anymore. So it's like you grow up in this in like the city city and it's like even then you're just kind of isolated as a kid. You're like, who do you ride bikes with if you grow up in fucking Fed Hill as a fucking 12 year old and you're like yeah do you ride
0: the bikes down fed hill <laughs> in the fucking harbor
1: like what do you do what so do you like do? that kind of sucks but then the opposite side of that is living out in the country where it's like i mean i don't know there's nobody here like who do i play with who do i play basketball with who do i play football with i gotta i gotta take my forerunner fucking six miles to my friend's house that sucks yeah. you know the if ideal money place,
0: for gas i'm eight
1: i'm eight <laughs> i'm eight So the ideal place is like a suburb. You know, you grow up in a neighborhood street. There's like six, seven other kids on the street your age or around your age. And that's that's ideal. But I could see how when you're older, it's like nice to be like, "Ah, I might move out to the country and just get my own fucking land. That's the ultimate goal of most American red blooded men is to have land. You want to feel like you own something
0: that like it's coming. You can kind of feel it close. Yeah.
1: And like you're about to have like land, I'm about to you have know. Land. Like you get tired of of living in an apartment. You feel mm-hmm. like a bitch. You're like, dude, come on, man. Like, you know, like I imagine like some seventy five year old grandfather in a fucking small ass New York City apartment. Like, you don't have any land, motherfucker. You're seventy five years old, paying somebody rent and yeah. living in a fucking. What if you wanna go dig
0: something? Can't
1: dig anything. Everything's fucking illegal. You can't do shit. You can't even, like, grill. You can't even yeah. fucking do anything, you know? It's, like, at a certain point, it's, like, yeah, when you're our age, it's cool. Because, like, especially if you're, like, a single guy and, like, you're working in the city. You got a fucking job downtown. You're doing cool shit. Everyone's your age. You got to the bars, blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point, it's, like, got to get the fuck out, you know? But then if you also have kids, then you're subjecting them to your fucking live-out-in-the-sticks fantasy. It's, like, well, I would like to escape the world now. But my kid kind of needs to be in a place yeah, where there's kid's, people. My kid needs vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I personally wouldn't live out there. It's a nice place to visit. Um, Apparently, it is where George Washington crossed the Potomac because I didn't think about this. but That's um,
0: where his, his spa was at, Berkeley Springs. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: So he knew. He was like, dude, because like, dude, you're taking like the fucking Continental Army. And like. Well, also a like,
0: train ran up through there. Like a train from DC and Baltimore went still straight does. to Berkeley Springs. Yeah,
1: still does. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw the train go by. Now, if you're ever in Greektown, you'll see the train like seventy, mi- literally three miles long train, mm-hmm. and you'll just hear it run through Greektown. That's the same one that goes out there too. Like it's the old B and O railroad. Now it's called the CSX, like the Chesapeake Crossing or something like yeah. that. And they also had the Potomac Canal. Which, so I'm like just going out, I'm not really knowing what I'm looking for, I'm just kind of exploring, and I went down this one road called Town Creek, and that's where I saw like, I saw this sign that was like, Maryland Historical Society, and like a lot of them were like really poorly written, I was like, did someone from this town write this, like like
0: probably a volunteer, yeah you know? Yeah, it
1: was like very badly written, and one of them I thought the word was wrong, it said the fording path, and I was like, fording, you mean forging, or Forking for, Forking, apparently the word fording, like the car Ford, F-O-R-D fording is when you cross a shallow river huh so i didn't think about this but i'm thinking like okay so george washington he's like marching a big-ass army they have to cross these rivers it's not like they just are walking around with boats on their backs everywhere they go like no they have to just cross a river when they come to it they have to find a shallow point and cross it into the next place Mm -hmm. so that was where they passed through old town and there was this fucking bridge that went over the exact path and I was it was literally just like a boardwalk with no sides and you could just cross over the river. And I was like, Am I, shy? I got to the edge of it, I was like, is this like a, a car bridge? I like I was like, should I go? And I looked at the sign. It was like, no trucks, no this. I was like, doesn't say no cars. Doesn't say no. <laughs> so I just went over to no, Altima no <laughs> looking for Nissan on there. I like
0: that you're playing like Oregon Trail in real life with I, your fucking <laughs> Nissan Altima. Just
1: literally gambling my entire life on this like I cross this bridge just to say I fucking Doesn't did not say no cars. <laughs> so I go over and I'm just it was like cool to see the history. Also George Washington was everywhere, bro. Like he was that like he was everywhere. He's a traveler. Whenever you hear a story like Liv was telling me, like, yeah, the battle of freaking Closter or whatever, like George Washington's army was there. I was like, How the guy didn't have planes, trains, cars, anything. He was always ready to throw he hands. Just
0: fucking, he did not sleep, I guess.
1: <laughs> no matter where the British were coming. He was like George Washington I'm was here, like buddy.
0: That generation's Mr. Beast.
1: (laughs) He really was,
0: dude. But he was just going around fighting and killing people.
1: It was like... Going to spas. Dude, and going to spas, dude. Mm -hmm. I got mad respect for George Washington, dude. I think he's a a highly underrated character in American history, dude. Everybody just pictures him. Everybody pictures G-Dubs as like like an old man with wooden teeth. And that's Mm -hmm. what he eventually became. But when he was our age, dude, he was fucking shit up. I mean, why do you think they made him present?
0: So did he always have, like, the powdered wig?
1: Was that, like, his to.
0: signature look?
1: I think it was everybody's did, signature like,
0: look, dude. He just looked normal as, like, the general of the <laughs> uh, <fucking you're... laughs> pre-U.S. Army.
1: Like no one else was wearing powdered yeah, wigs? He was like, the only guy?
0: Like, I want to know if that was, like, his signature thing.
1: No, I think wearing the powdered wig was a sign of being in the aristocracy. So, like, basically... um You know, nobody showered back then and everybody smelled bad and everybody was dirty as fuck. So
0: Yeah, they like powdered and shit. So they, you know, pretended not to smell. So it was clean.
1: It was considered like nobody wanted to show their real hair because their real hair was nappy and greasy and gross. Mm. So if you were rich enough, you got a wig and wore that to like formal things like parliament that you know, and fucking whatever. And I think the British kind of started that. But like, yeah, everybody had the wigs back then, dude, Um, including G-dubs. But, like, yeah, you weren't just rocking your – I don't think he was wearing that on the – Maybe he was, but, like, the soldiers weren't because, like, you had to be rich to have a wig. Like, you and I wouldn't have had wigs. No. We would not have been rocking that look back We ago. would have had,
0: like, one tooth.
1: <laughs> we definitely – honestly, I don't know. I feel like I would have – I don't know, dude. I don't get cavities, bro. I don't get cavities. I do know, but back then – they had less sweets back then. True, there was no Jolly Ranchers in 1776. But we'd
0: be, you know, we'd be trying to fit in, drinking fucking tea with true, a bunch of sugar and true. shit. True.
1: Nobody understood that the we'd things have British you did. Teeth. We'd have British teeth. Yeah. Nobody really understood that anything had an effect on anything health wise. Mm-hmm. People were like, smoking. What's the problem? Yeah. What's well, a toothbrush? I don't see the issue here. Yeah, sure. I haven't showered in a month and i'm so dirty that i literally have to wear a big powdered wig just in order to be presentable in public but i don't see the issue
0: yeah i can afford it what else am i supposed <laughs> to do <laughs>
1: fucking shower i don't have running water i got to boil a fucking vat of water and then get into it and then like let the rest of my family get into it after i'm done like dude bathing was a big di- i i my i still bathe with the amount of inconvenience mentally that a person in the 1700s who had to boil water goes about it like i do shower yeah but i don't like it and i don't i like literally dread it and i'm like dude this is the easiest time in the world to shower Mm -hmm. like there's never been a better time in history to shower And it's like nice to shower
0: but no i feel the same way where i'm like i get home after a long day of doing
1: shit and i'm like a shower would be nice, but also yeah. no, it'd
0: be nice doing
2: nothing
1: at all. <laughs> yeah, that would be nicer. And also, if I do nothing, I don't have to go anywhere, and therefore, who am I showering for? What's the point at that point? No. Yeah. If, you, if you resign yourself to not doing anything, then there really is no reason to shower.
0: Yeah, showering is a social construct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is, dude. But like, yeah, I mean, George Washington was doing that shit. And I I, I guess I'm reading up about like these railroads and shit and like aqueducts. I found the Town Creek Aqueduct. I was like, what the fuck? And so, yeah, they came in through the mouth of the bay down by D.C., south of D.C. And the Potomac Canal ran all the way up into fucking Ohio, all the way up the bottom of Maryland. And it's going up a fucking mountain. And you're thinking, well, how the hell did they do that? Well, they had locks and aqueducts. An aqueduct is a water bridge. They literally, if there was a super shallow point in the river, they would have a bridge that went over that shallow point that they filled with water, and your boat would, your ship would just go through the fucking. It looked like the flume, like when you're like when you're riding at a water park and you take those little logs and you're like in this little tube. Your ship would just, they would build a bridge, fill it with water, and then you just go through that. And then mules would walk along the shore, pulling your barge along until you got onto the next level of water. Or they would have what's called a lock, which means. They would use the water to fill up the thing. So they would, you would go into a section. They'd wall it off. Like, imagine you're taking a big ship up, up a mountain. And like, so it's like flat water, flat water. And then it's like hill. And the next thing is up here mm-hmm. where it's flat again. Well, you can't take your boat like that. Yeah. But what they do is you get to the end. They dam you up. They let the water come in the bottom and fill it up until your boat goes up, 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 up. And then they let you out at the next section. It's like, dude, that shit is, like, they were doing that in, like, 1720, thinking of that, the amount of engineering yeah, what the fuck? that you would have to understand.
0: I still don't even understand it after you explained it.
1: <laughs> so I'll run it through one more time. It's I, okay. I'll watch a YouTube
0: yeah, video later. <laughs> it's
1: insane, dude. And here's, here's the bigger takeaway here. Um, It's hard to understand when you see it and it's explained to you. Mm-hmm. Imagine the amount of fucking genius to be the guy who thought of it. Like, that's a whole other level. Like, nobody understands how the radio works, really. Um, and you could try to explain it to somebody. They're like, uh, I mean, I have, like, like most people, like, get that it does work. And they're like, yeah, frequencies or whatever. But, like, most people don't know what the fuck is actually going on. Or if you fucking told somebody, if you gave somebody all the parts to build a radio, 99.9% of people would have n- no fucking clue where to even begin, Yeah, you know? Um But the guy who had the idea and went, dude, I'm telling you, we can do this, that's like a whole other fucking level, you know? So, like, you're seeing these people and it's like, you're marveling. I'm, like, marveling at, like, I I think this is why the History Channel exists, uh, because men at a certain age start to become fascinated with infrastructure, Mm -hmm. I am fascinated with infrastructure, dude. It's like our next phase, dude. I
0: bought some power tools on Cyber Monday? Yeah.
1: Like women get baby fever at a certain age. They start to just, their bodies just tell them like, dude, you need a baby. See that? Your friend's baby? That should be your baby. You better have one now or else you're not going to feel. Men? I don't know what it is with men. There's a little fucking
0: voice in your head that starts
1: going, build something. How does that work? (laughs) Take that apart. (laughs) Put it back together. Oh, it doesn't work? I guess you gotta buy more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It is, dude. It's fucking... fucking. And that starts at a young age, dude. You know, it starts off every kid is taking apart shit. Every young boy is breaking stuff and seeing if they can put it back together. And then those same traits manifest themselves as adults where I'm like walking around in the woods, looking at this water bridge, reading signs... I'm reading stuff, dude. That's not something I would have done when I was 17. I'm not going crazy Googling shit when I'm 17. I mean, I liked knowing about stuff, but for the most part, I kind of, I just, just accepted like, all right, the adults got under control. Like, I like knowing stuff, kind of, and if you really want to tell me, I'll listen. Yeah,
0: they'll tell me the good parts.
1: But like, I don't need to, but like, I don't know, it's just... I it was a nice experience to kind of go into that town that has existed right outside of the f- property for so long, and to have that entirely different experience, and uh, you know. But then again, it's like you can't. Nobody wants to fucking live out there, dude. No. There's a reason why George Washington was just passing through, you know.
0: Yeah. Next time you're up there, check out Berkeley Springs. It's yeah, nice that's little, another uh, place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Little town. Quaint, mm-hmm. quaint. Um, Yeah,
0: other than that, though, I went to my uncle's on Saturday for a little Thanksgiving brunch that I do with, like, my dad's side of the family, Um, and I think this is the first time that I've seen him after he had a motorcycle accident Mm. (laughs) where he, he like, I think he was trying to teach his son how to, like, drive a motorcycle because he was interested in buying one. Mm Mm-hmm. But he like was like you know here's the throttle da da da, cranked the throttle and it like took off with him on it still, oh, like geez. in a parking lot, and one of his fingers got like ground down a little bit, so it's like Ooh. this is where his finger is, and the nail is growing out still on top of it. And oh, it, <laughs> it looks like a toe. <laughs> Oh, dude. Yeah. So I got to eat a lot of bacon and then check out the toenail. <laughs> oh.
1: So it's like, is it like a nub finger? Kind of like stops there? Yeah, a little bit, but it still has like a fingernail that grows out. Yeah. My dad's finger's like that because he chopped off the tip of his finger when he was seven, mm. messing around with a bike chain. And he was like doing something and the, the thing pulled and his finger got stuck in the chain and it chopped and if you look at his finger it's like that it's like cut off here yeah and there's like a little bit of a nail but like i never noticed it until i remember until somebody (laughs) tells me a story of that and i'm like oh yeah my dad is somewhat of a freak (laughs) how could i have forgotten that's brutal dude
0: yeah no when i heard about it i was like oh my god like it sent a shiver up my spine Ugh. But then, you know, I don't think he cares too much.
1: And it's weird because you kind of assume, like, I assume that every day.
0: I feel like if that is, like, the worst thing that happens to you in life and it happens in, like, your 60s, like, yeah. so be it, I guess.
1: It, I, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like, I, I assume that, like, if you make it through, like, your teen years are, are the most likely for, like, a disaster to happen. Like, I feel like every year you make it past, uh, like, 21 you're kind of slowly inching out of the woods when it comes to like am i going to die in a car accident like because like they're the most likely to get in accidents and drunk driving and crazy shit and fucking around and getting hurt and like doing stupid shit so like it's weird to have gone that far in the clear and then when you're 60 something chop off your finger and you're like what the fuck i thought i had this under control at this point yeah i thought i was pretty good about not chopping off my finger. Yeah, I've had a good track to, record.
0: I figured I was never even going to have a scab again.
1: I know, dude. dude when I get like a <laughs> scrape now, I'm like, oh yeah. my, what? Is that yeah, what I'm my like blood like looks 12? like? There, it's, oh, it's like actually red. I thought it was like in the movies. Yeah. It's like...
0: Have you gotten to the point now? I feel like stuff will like... I'll get, like, cuts and scrapes and shit now, and Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, that didn't even hurt that bad. I bet I'm not bleeding. And you'll be like, oh, wait, no, I guess it was way worse than I thought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also because I think your body, like, forgot how to, like, stop bleeding. It hasn't had to in so long. When you're a kid, it's like you scrape it, and it, like, scabs up, and you're like, whatever. Now it's like, I don't know, like, every cut is just, like, it feels more than it should be. I
0: feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like maybe... I don't get a lot of like deep cuts, but I feel like any time I've cut myself recently and it's been a small cut, mm-hmm. I'll literally just like hold it close. I'll like clean it and then just hold it closed and it'll pretty much just like seal up. Mm. No scab at all.
1: Other hack uh, band-aids, There's dude.
0: a weird part of my finger. I can't even show you where that happened. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Healed keep up. Keep going. Dude. Keep going. Healed up. There's a hack, dude. Uh, apparently, I, I truly believe this. You see this little flap here?
0: Oh. Like, I chopped that part of my finger. Ooh. Like, hell. glass broke. And, uh, like, it exploded into my finger. And it, like, had a little flap hanging off my mm. pinky. Ugh. And, oof. Yeah, it was. Bled a lot. Yeah, but the thought Closed more it more. up. And, like,. I don't even think I used a fucking band-aid on it really. Mm. I just kinda like held it closed and it kind of sealed up. Jesus Christ. Now it looks like that. (laughs) You can like see the defined where it flapped off. But (sighs) outside of that, it's
1: pretty good. Who the hell oh, that was what speaking of all this and like making it to your later age and avoiding all that stuff and then something happening. Uh one of the girls was at the party, the crazy project act rager that I threw it my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess
0: did I guess that happened after I left.
1: Um How many
0: people are you talking there? Cuz uh, was this after like Dom's friend group left or are you like counting that at the beginning?
1: I'm counting that at the beginning. I'm okay, I'm yeah, obviously embellishing was, a little bit here.
0: No, that was a lit party. But yeah. like when you're saying project X, I'm like, "Damn, bro."
1: I know. Did I'm, it like quadruple after I left? I'm playing it up a little bit. <laughs> you saw the peak of the party.
0: There's like I mean, but still, there's like probably a 20 30 people there
1: it's more people than you'd like again just like with you know not expecting to get hurt like you get to a certain age and it's like your days of just expecting to be at like a somebody's house with like 40 people is like fewer and further between yeah you know it's like when you're in high school college like house parties are the thing you know a because you can't go to bars yet but also just because like more people have nothing to do Mm -hmm. and everybody's just like yeah let's all fucking hang out um, when you're 30, it's like to get 40 of your friends all in one room, it's tough, you know, because everybody's got their own fucking lives. Yeah. Like, so, like, I guess, you know, it's just like I kind of wasn't expecting to have some like that's something that only happens very once in a while. But I'm starting to think that, that might be the move now because one of the things that uh, I've always said, the pregame is my favorite part of the night. And the reason the pregame is the best because the pregame is everyone that you actually want to see. Like, especially Thanksgiving Eve or any night of the week, it's like the people that you're cool enough with to text them to come over or to go over their place, those are your actual friends. The people that you run into at the bar are like, yeah, they're cool, and it's always fun seeing them. But like your core group is the people that you're actually hitting up. Yeah, you know
0: the people that you actually like go to the bar with
1: Exactly. So the pregame is always the most fun part and then it's like everybody just feels a natural like need, obligation to go out and it's like I get it. Yeah, you want to go out, but like at our age it's like dude, yeah, I prefer
0: hey, pregame into the fucking postgame dude. Exactly. Skip
1: the game. Mm-hmm. Like Thanksgiving Eve, I know I put out a public service announcement last week uh, about that you need to go out in your hometown, which I do truly believe, and I, I I'm glad I did go out and it was fun. And I saw some people that I wasn't even thinking about that I'd see, and it was cool. But you know, I was thinking like, our parents aren't going out to like their high school bars on thing. I mean, I don't know if your parents. I know your parents do kind of hang out in Towson, but like my dad, you know, graduated. Yeah, but from, they
0: didn't go out to yeah, the yeah. bar. They didn't go to the Towson Tavern. Yeah, it's on not a thing. Thanksgiving you, Eve. Yeah, it's
1: not a thing you do once you get to a certain age. Like. Like, my dad's not going out to, like, a Perry Hall bar mm-hmm. and, like, meeting up with people he graduated with the class of 78. Like, it's just not happening. Well, so cause I
0: think their generations, too, like, I mean, yeah, sure, some of them stuck around or whatever, the Towson or whatever, but not everyone's still living here. So, like, I think it's a thing for people our age because we're still going to our parents yeah, for Thanksgiving. We're still,
1: yeah, we're still tied to where we grew up. yeah. And then like, you know, then once people start getting married and having their own family, oh, I, I moved to Boston to get a job. I met my wife out there. We live out there now. We do Thanksgiving at her parents' place. We do Christmas at, our, at our, my parents'. It's like once all that stuff starts to happen, then fewer and fewer people are actually brought back. So mm-hmm. I think like, you know, we started noticing, I started noticing seeing less and less people from my grade whenever I'd go out. Probably about when I was 26, I started noticing like every year I'm seeing less and less people. Um, because like I said, everybody's doing their own thing. So it's like, okay, so there's a shelf life to this ritual of mm-hmm. going out in Towson. And like, yeah, I like seeing people, Dom's great or whatever. And like, I live in Towson. So I see people there that so I see in general, which is cool. But like, ideally, I feel like having all those people over the place and just like getting everybody together is kind of the move now. It's like, it's not even necessarily worth going out as much anymore every year it's like dude if everybody's in town that i want to see or whoever's in town that i want to see let's all fucking hang out we all got nothing going on tomorrow you know
0: yeah that's kind of even more of a guarantee that you'll see the people you want to see exactly
1: exactly (laughs) um one final thing i wanted to touch upon i got scolded today by a delivery driver really it was a misunderstanding it was a misunderstanding i feel like
0: you've you've been in those shoes
2: before oh i've been in those shoes never do that
1: so i placed a gopuff order another life hack for you guys i'm giving out so much free game today i should be charging gopuff should be paying me now (laughs)
0: doesn't gopuff charge like 20 dollars to deliver your shit to you yeah
1: but if you join up with fam five dollars a month free delivery Huh. It's like fucking GoPuff Premium, basically. Interesting. You save a lot of money, five dollars a month. How many times am I go? I'm GoPuffing a lot. Fam? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's um like there's like links. If you go into the app, there's like always links oh, trying okay. to get you to do it. Like, just open the app and wait ten seconds, and something will catch your eye. I forgot where I found it, but it just popped up, and it was just like, hey, four ninety nine or five ninety nine or something like that a month, and. All your deliveries are free. And I was like, well, that's I'm going to save a ton of money doing that because I am I go puff all the time. I'm trying to go places to get shit. Yeah. Go to the grocery store to get eggs. No fucking take the eggs to me, dude. You know, so I go puff some eggs, some bacon, some cheese, whatever. And uh usually during the day, because people are, are at the front desk, my apartment building, the kiosk is wired to my brother's phone. So mm-hmm. it doesn't I think I can't buzz them in. I just have to hope that when they call the name, that Dom picks up the phone and buzzes, which is good because Dom's on his phone 24-7. But uh, this particular delivery driver just decided to leave it in the lobby. Hmm. And so I I didn't get it. I got the text like, hey, your thing has been delivered. I look out the door. It's usually at the door. It wasn't there this time. I was like, okay. And this also adds to, I know the fact that my apartment number is listed on the thing. And my delivery instructions explicitly say, like, how to do everything. Yeah. Um, so most people take it to the door. So I know that information was there. I know that the actual driver just decided not to. Sometimes they're lazy. I don't put up with that shit, dude. I really don't. And I don't put up with it uh, because I d- did that too. Like, not did... I, I delivered stuff. And I always went out of my way to get it up to the guy's apartment door, blah, 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 like do whatever I had to do unless they told me, because a lot of times during COVID, they didn't want you to come into their place. So they'd be like, leave it at the lobby. I'm like, okay, cool. Or some apartment buildings wouldn't let you in past the lobby. So like, but in any case that I could bring it up to them, I would, because that was like, you know, it's customer service, you know? So whatever. I see that they take a picture to verify that they did it. So I look at the picture and I see clearly that they dropped it off at the front. I go down, it's not there. So now I'm thinking, oh, some fucking asshole probably just walked in and took the fucking groceries and just ran off with them, you know? So it's not there. I call up GoPuff customer service. I'm like, hey, uh, it says it's delivered. It looks like they dropped it off at the lobby. I went down to the lobby. It's not there. And they're like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And so she was like, all right, well, I'll just send you a redelivery. Um, you know, I'll just gotta make sure it turns out like a couple of the things I got weren't in stock anymore. So I said to like not get those things. They just refunded me for that. So they send out another driver with the re-delivery. I've already paid and tipped for the for re- for the for the first delivery. So they're like, okay, we'll send you out another order. So then the other guy comes and he calls and he's like, hey man, just letting you know I'm downstairs. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, uh, is there somebody at the front desk to let you in or whatever? He's like, I mean, I'm inside. I'm just letting you know I'm downstairs. I was like, Oh, um, well, my apartment number is 1115. So, you know, you want to call? it's like, all right, hangs up. All right, well, whatever. Fuck you. You know, a lot of times they, they really try to like do that thing where they're like holding out. It's like a game of chicken. Like, are you going to come to me? No, I'm not. Yeah. Coming. I'm giving you money. Come on to me. The whole reason I'm doing this is because I don't feel like leaving my fucking apartment. Yeah, That's why I got real. fam, baby. I got fam. You know, I'm not paying six dollars a month to do your fucking job. You know, Oh, you want me to play Free Fallen? How about you play Free Fallen? I'm going to go get a beer at the bar. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Do your fucking job. So he comes up, drops it off at the door, gives a knock, and walks away. I open the door. I see the order. I say, thank you. He goes, from down the hall, I can't spend a thank you, man. I was like, what was that? I look at it, It's like an older black guy. He was like, I said, I can't spend a thank you. You know, like, I work for tips, man. This is my salary. You ain't tipping anything like that, making me come up here, blah, 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 blah. I was like, first of all, dude, um, I tipped on the thing. If Like, this is a re-delivery. Mm-hmm. So, like, the other delivery driver fucked up. They got the tip. And then because they fucked up, GoPuff sent you out on a delivery if, if there's an issue, I thought that maybe they would for you, forward you the tip or give you a portion of the tip. Like All I did was call customer service and say, hey, I didn't get my thing. And they said, okay, we'll send you something out. Okay. I've paid the thing. I always tip 20%. Mm-hmm. Always. So some other fucking jerk fucking didn't do his job, took a $10 tip. And then this other guy comes out and is fucking now yelling at me because he thinks I didn't tip. And I was like, so I explained, the whole, I wasn't like hostile with him, but mm-hmm. I was like, it's a little aggressive to be like, I can't spend a thank you. It's like, I respect that because I agree. I don't fucking like people who don't tip. I think you should tip. I think you're a piece of shit if you don't tip. Um, And it puts me in an awkward situation because I did. But now this guy thinks I didn't, which is why he's pissed up, which is why he didn't want to come up because he was thinking, man, I'm going to fucking bring this guy right to his doors. And I'm going to fucking tip me. You can come down here and get the shit, you know, whatever. Yeah. And like, he was like, well, all right, well, I, I, I apologize. I don't understand. Like, that's just what I always say, man. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, somebody done tip me. I said, like, I can't spend a thank you, man. Blah, blah, I was like, well, I mean, that's a cool thing that you say that, I guess. <laughs> I agree <laughs> that you can't spend a Can thank I you. Can I use that? Yeah, I think I might use that. Like, it's good. It's good. But, like, this is the reason why I've never been that guy. Because there's plenty of times when, uh, I have wanted to say something like that to a customer mm-hmm. and most times would have been justified because it's very rare that a unique situation like that is the case where it's like the person actually did tip, but something got messed up. So then you got recent. First of all, working as a delivery driver, there's plenty of times when, uh another driver took something on a on an order forgot something or the person called back didn't like it so we had to send him a new one and then it's like okay well whoever is taking delivery in that area just pop this in your car and drop it off there it's like i've delivered i've dropped off a ton of fuck up orders from somebody else that fucked up who got the tip for it and then i just coast like if i'm going down to stonely and some guy in rogers ford's got a return just drop him off his new cheesesteak and go to my fucking stonely thing you know it's like I've done that, you know? I'm not sitting there being like, where the fuck's my tip, bro? Yeah. It's like, dude, I already, t- but it's like, so that's why it's just not a good tact to to ever, like, just think it, just think it, because you never know what's actually going on, Yeah, you know? Uh, it made me feel like shit, and I was like, dude, like, I'm glad that I actually, because I always make a point to say thank you and stuff like that. Cause I always feel like they're pissed off at me. Yeah, for I sure. always feel like my delivery drivers are pissed off at me. It's not a good way to feel.
0: No, if you if you, I don't are, think any delivery driver actually wants to be doing that.
1: Nobody wants to be doing it, and it's like I understand that. And it's like you know, but again, the flip side of that is like I even said I was like, dude, I I used to do this too. All right, like I always tip. I totally don't feel what you're saying, but this isn't what you think it is. You know, like you need to talk to your manager and get that tip forwarded to you, and I would support that. You know, but like. Just to like come and fucking bitch me like that is just it's ass. Yeah. It's ass, dude. Can't spend a thank you. I agree. I agree. So shouts out to that guy. Um
0: I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that. I'm gonna dude. steal that, no tip. He
1: gave me some free game. <laughs> yeah, no tip. Ooh, never thought about that. No tip. <laughs> 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 this is all that happens? You just get yelled at, feel like a piece of shit? Yeah, you are, just
0: lie to them and say that this is a reorder?
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, there are people who uh value saving a couple bucks over be over feeling like a good person. Like to some people, it's more valuable to be a shitty tipper and save the extra five bucks or whatever than to spend the extra five bucks and actually put good energy out into the society mm-hmm. so it's weird you know if you want to be a dirt bag you totally can save a lot of money by like nickel and diming your friends all the time for every little fucking thing oh you, hey i mean it's not even like a dirt bag thing but it's like there, everybody has a line and like i always think a venmo charge for less than ten dollars is petty a little bit mm. it's kind of like dude did you really just venmo charge me three fifty You can't, we can't, you can't just let me get you a beer next time we go out. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like the Venmo charge in itself, like requesting money from someone on Venmo, I feel like that's a little petty. Mm.
1: It is, but the more it is, the more it kind of makes sense. Like if you're Venmo charging somebody for rent or if you're Venmo charging somebody for like, you know, you fucking bought plane tickets for a trip and you put it on your card and like, hey, hit me with 200 bucks or like, you know, when when yeah, I got if,
0: like you go out for like drinks or food or something like I feel like the onus is always on the person to Venmo the people. Yeah. Who
1: yeah. They should. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I prefer to not be the card guy, because when I'm and some and usually because I keep good company with mm-hmm. you and Alex and I'm like, usually the guy who winds up paying for it winds up making out the best because all of our friends overgive oh, how yeah. much they owe. So and like, then
0: they're also racking in those points on their credit card. <laughs> oh, exactly. So
1: they're kind of making even more money. But it's like if you hang out with certain people and you become the card guy, it's like you might, you might just have eaten all that, you know? Yeah. Maybe a couple people might tip you. A couple people might Venmo you. But, like, they didn't include that you tipped 20%. It was like a $300 check. You had to pay three. They just go, $300, okay, one-fifth of that. Here's 60 bucks. It's like, a fucking tip 60 bucks, dude. Like, where the fuck is that, you know? So yeah. it's like, there's, you know. Whatever, but if... So, like, everybody has a line. I think I think double digits is kind of fine depending on the relationship, you know? Like, anything below that, it's kind of just, dude, seriously. Seriously. But there are people who would rather have that 350 in their pocket and have the person they Venmo charge be like, geez, okay, dude, geez. Like, it's not even like the person gets mad because it's like, well, I guess I do owe them 350. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it just... You're going to feel a certain type of way when somebody does that. You're just going to be like, oh, okay, dude, Jeez, here you go. And then you might not think about it ever again. But for that split moment, somebody was thinking about you going, yeah, really? Really? Yeah. And to me, a really is worth about 20 bucks. I'll take a really for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I might hit you with a $20 Venmo and have you go. Whatever, dude. I'll be like, all right, 20 bucks. That's the exact price of a really for me. $15? Not worth it. Not worth it. You know? Yeah. Everybody has a line? If someone's
0: requesting less than $10 from me on Venmo, I'm going to let it sit there and make them remind me about it. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is the awesomest move, dude. The fucking make them sweat thing. I love making people sweat sometimes, dude. (laughs) But yeah, that guy's line was very short. So whatever. Respect. Shots out. Go puff, dude. Go puff yourself. Uh anything else you want to cover?
0: Um I mean my main shit has just been fucking trying to get this house shit worked out. Um It's coming down. It's coming down to it. Mm. I'm pretty sure we've provided most of the stuff that we need to provide, and now it's just up to the fucking the real, the real people that do the work. The
1: real tours. The
0: real tours. Mm. The uh, the loan people. So, what
1: is the, the banks, conditions? The I mean, like, if it, what would make it not go through if the seller doesn't accept your offer, or is, have um, they accepted the offer?
0: No, they've accepted the offer. Um, we've gone through like the inspection. I think the appraisals this week. I think the only thing that can really happen is if like the bank. Doesn't appraisal appraisals like you know the, this house isn't worth what we're giving you for the loan which was based off of like speculation or whatever mm-hmm. um that could change i guess but i don't think it really i think it's gonna change
1: hmm that's looking good that's exciting dude mm-hmm. i'm looking it's kind of like locked into
0: a fucking ride now i don't have to wait it out yeah dude
1: congratulations I'm close behind, dude. Once I get this gambling hedge fund built up, exactly 3% a day, or 3% If I sign
0: up and get the free money, can I just send it to you?
1: Uh, I'll Venmo request you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be be the ultimate scheme. I'll tell you what you could do. If we had every one of our listeners sign up for the free promo money, and then if you could transfer promo money to Jimmy's account.
1: Ooh, here's a good scheme. It's not even a scheme, but... You get, I get free bets for referrals. So mm. basically, if someone signs, so you do up, have a promo code. Oh, I have a promo. Code. <laughs> <laughs> I have a link that I have to text you. But basically, what happens is if you go through my link, I get hundred dollars in free bets, oh, and then you get some more money in free bets too. So it's not, it's not just like I benefit from it. It's like you get more shit too. We both, yeah. we all eat. It's not only gambling it's also a pyramid scheme it's a pyramid scheme (laughs) and i have been inadvertently telling everyone again and i haven't even thought about i did text matt my link and he signed up and i got some free money that was cool (laughs) um but that's not even why i'm in it i'm not even in it for that dude i'm in it just to get people going dog I'm figuring out the system. I got my algorithms. I'm working bell curves. I'm working sigmoid logarithms. The Euler's function. I'm learning about the fucking universe while I'm learning about math. I'm fucking becoming an insane maniac. God but I'm going to be an insane, rich maniac, bro. I am the, going to be the man who beats Vegas. I'm You're looking at to be you, the Vegas. man to beat Maryland live. <laughs> <laughs> Let yourself play, bitches. Um, yeah. Uh, anything coming up? Big gigs?
0: Um, I'm actually going to be in West Virginia again next week. Ooh. Uh, but for work. We're shooting some cooking videos. No
1: springtime? No spring break?
0: I wish. I wish it was a Berkeley spring break for me, Mm. but alas. Um, oh, I think, uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but I might be helping Jordan at his, uh, his booth at the... The Christmas Market at the Cloisters on Sunday. Jordan
1: Levine? hmm Ooh. The yeah. Cloisters. Where's that? I think
0: that? he's there all weekend, a.k.a. Saturday and Sunday. Uh It's out by the Valley Inn. It's like on Falls Road. It's that old, like, castle-looking place. It's where Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith got married. Ooh. Um, it's where one of my cousins got married as well. More notably. More notably. Eric's cousin. Yeah. And Will Smith and will smith um but what yeah, time no, is that gonna be i I'm think that's around out. 12 to 4 on Both sunday oh, uh sunday. i think it's 10 to 4 on saturday that's and this then, saturday yeah the this coming saturday december 2nd or 3rd third yes uh and december 4th i will be there december 4th so yeah come on out say hi buy some of his shit and, um, he's selling merch, the
1: pineapple hats and stuff. Selling Love some it.
0: merch, selling you know some holiday stuff, some cards. I'm guessing some of his notebooks. I think some of his like shirts and stuff that he's been making. Love it. Yeah, should be have to cool. stop out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, as far as me guys, no more perennial anymore uh, until spring. Uh, they decided to cut weekday live music um, December through March ish. Mm-hmm. So no more Tuesdays at perennial, unfortunately. I Perennials
0: might be, in hibernation. It is, I know.
1: Very inaptly named place. Like you, know, you guys are not very perennial with music. <laughs> Jeez. <that's laughs>
0: well, a, it kind of sounds like they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. The <that's laughs> so
0: perennial means it comes back. Oh yeah, it'll come, <laughs> it'll
1: come back. Let's hope. Let's hope. So that's a thousand dollars a month down the fucking drain for me. Oh, Whatever. Damn. So that's what I'm really in his gambling shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no more Tuesdays. I might be back in there. Uh, they're, so they're still doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're going to have a rotation for that. So I might be back in there on a weekend. I'll let you all know because I know you're waiting on the edge of your seat to find that out. Um, other than that, this weekend, though, I will be down at the all-new Creek Lodge in Gaithersburg. Never been there. It just opened like a month or something ago. So I'll be there Thursday, December 1st, 7 to 9 if you're in that area. Uh, Somo DC area, Moco as they call it, Montgomery County or PG. I don't know. Uh, I think Moco. Uh, this Friday, I'll be at the Valley Inn, dude. I'll be fucking chilling with Jordan, kind of not really. Uh, Valley Inn, Friday, December 2nd. That's every first Friday of the month, five to eight. I'm guessing it's going to be at the inside bar because it's probably going to be too cold. Um, Saturday, first Saturdays, Nacho Mama's Towson, baby, four to seven uh and um yeah that's about it for me at jimmy Sileski at sophomore md on uh for the band stuff and uh at eric glazer at lfts podcast across the board until next week folks peace,
2: peace.